0: And we are back with an all new, brand new episode of It's Just 10 Minutes. We've been gone for a while, but we are back starting today and starting every week from today. And so, welcome back. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and grab a Danish. You know why? It's just 10 minutes. Starts now. I did it. It took me long enough, but I did it. I got out of the intersection and made my move towards destiny. I felt freer than I had ever felt before. This was my time. Finally, the clouds were parting and the sun, it was shining on me. If I had known that leaving the intersection would feel this good, I would have left a long time ago. In the distance, I could see it, destiny. It was well within my reach. The sun was shining but I should have known. I should have seen it coming. I should have known that this was going to happen. It always does. Because no matter what you do, you can't stop it from happening. The bubble. You know the bubble. When life is good. When everything and everyone around you is good. When all the vibes are positive. It doesn't matter what's going on around you. There can be chaos and confusion, catastrophes and disasters, but you're oblivious to them all. And that's what happened to me. I got caught up. I didn't see it. I didn't see the changing of the environment. But that's what happens when you get mesmerized by the bubble. For you see, the bubble only has enough room for you and the good times. Everything clicks in the bubble. Every cylinder in the engine fires in the bubble, you can't see any clouds forming when you're in the bubble, and then it happened. There's no room for anything unpleasant, but hard times, troubles, distractions, they don't fit in the bubble, but when they invade the bubble, they stretch it and it happens quickly. You don't have time to try and stop it from happening and then The bubble, it bursts, and all of my good vibes, all of that sunshine came tumbling out, and what started out as a dream quickly dissolved into a nightmare. All the sunshine was splattered on the ground, and all I was left with were the hard times, the troubles, and the distractions. How did my happily ever after turn into this? I forgot. I forgot that the life of a believer was never meant to be lived in complete comfort and ease. Comfort and ease are what I had in the intersection, but the road to destiny and purpose was never meant to be easy. Scripture tells us in Matthew 7 and 14, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. So Mary, are you saying that life should always be difficult and hard? No, of course not. But a life lived totally at ease? That's the broad way that Jesus told us to steer clear of. And now that this bubble has burst, I realize how far away I am from the intersection. The way had narrowed and I can't turn around now. So what do I do? What do we do when the bubble bursts? The first thing we have to do is keep moving. The bubbles burst. So what? Keep moving. We have to keep moving towards destiny. You can't afford to stop. Stopping only puts you back into another intersection. But this time, the intersection will be one of your own making. So keep moving. Do not doubt the decision you made to move forward in life because that's exactly what the enemy wants you to do. Have you ever watched someone hunt a deer They wait. They're patient. The hunter doesn't go around chasing the deer. No, he picks a spot. He settles in and he waits. He waits for the deer to come to him and waits for the deer to stop moving. Why? Because it's easier. It's easier to hit a target that's still rather than one that is still moving. The enemy does the same thing with us. He roams around, looking for those of us that are standing still so he can saddle up next to you and whisper things in your ear, all the things that would make you doubt you and the God that you serve, all the things that would make you just want to give up. So how do you counteract that? You have to keep moving, keep going. You cannot afford to stop. What do we do when the bubble bursts? We keep moving and then we have to remember Often when we move from one level to another, we tend to forget about the previous level we were on. When we run into difficulties at the new level, it becomes easy to romanticize the place we left. Look at the children of Israel. God, through Moses, had delivered them from the bondage of slavery. After their deliverance, they found themselves with the Red Sea in front of them, mountains on the side of them, and the Egyptians closing in fast behind them. And according to Exodus 14 and 12, these newly delivered ex-slaves, they were reminiscing of their days in Egypt as the good old days. But that line of thinking, that didn't end with the Israelites. It lives on in us here right today. We as people tend to romanticize the past whenever our present puts us in a bad or an uncomfortable predicament. We've all done it. Just think about it. When you finally break up with Mr. or Miss Wrong, and at the and at first freedom it made you feel it made you wonder what took you so long and then all of a sudden the loneliness creeps in and in that moment you develop fond memories of the past you block out all the struggle and the arguments and can only remember the candy and the roses and the teddy bears you block out all of the yelling and the cursing and the crying while remembering the sweet whispers of I love you, the moments of ecstasy and the tears of joy. And it's then that you consider going back. And just as it's dangerous for us to do that in our personal lives, it's also just as dangerous for us to do in our spiritual lives. When times get rough and the pressure is building and you start longing for the intersection, just remember, remember why you left the intersection in the first place. Remember the stagnation, remember the frustration, remember the feeling of being lost and meandering through life. Whatever your reason for leaving the intersection, just hold on to that. It will help to guide you through the trials and tribulations of life once the bubble bursts. Don't make the past more glamorous than it was because once the past looks better than our present, then going back becomes a viable option. And once we entertain the very notion of turning around, we will forget, and we can't forget. We have to remember. We have to remember not only why we left, but we have to remember where we're going. The whole purpose of this journey we're on is to arrive at our place of destiny, for we have an appointment with destiny. And the last time I checked, no one ever arrived at destiny by turning around. Going back to your intersection, The place of your stagnation will get you no closer to your place of destiny. One of the reasons why I stayed in the intersection so long was because when things got hard, I would turn around and go back under the guise of, I just need to get myself together. That's the trick of the enemy. Don't fall for it. Destiny is waiting on you. You have a divine appointment that you must keep. Remember why you left. Remember where you're going. And definitely remember, you are not alone. The journey towards destiny can at times be the loneliest time in your life. It can seem like you are the only one going through what you're going through, but you are not. Everyone is on a journey. And there are times along this journey that God will allow you to cross paths with someone who will walk alongside you for a season. For the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 that there hath no temptation taken you, But such is common to man. And what that means is that nothing you go through is new. Any obstacle or trial or struggle you face, someone else has gone through that as well. So when God sends people our way, they are there to be a help, a reminder that we are not alone. And sometimes when no one is available, when the situation calls for it, the Lord won't send a person or an angel, but he himself will come to see about you. You are not alone. God is always around. And because he is with you, being alone can never be your portion. The Bible is full of the promises of God to never leave us nor forsake us. So when life challenges us, remember why you left. Remember where you're going. And remember that you are not alone. When the bubble bursts, keep moving. Remember. And then lastly, don't give up. Stick with it. Don't give up. Yes, I know it shook you. Yes, I know things are a bit rough, but hang in there. Because look, quitting, it's easy. It doesn't take any energy or courage to quit. Quitting will always be the easiest choice you can make in life. But we aren't just anyone. We are believers. And for believers, there is nowhere in the scripture that encourages us to quit. As a matter of fact, the word declares us as victors, even before the battle begins. So why would we quit when we're already victorious? Quitting is easy, and there is no reward for being a quitter. Quitting ensures that we will not make it to destiny. But if we persevere, if we endure, then the reward is not only arriving to our place of destiny, but also sharing eternity with our Heavenly Father. You can't quit. Not only are we already victorious, But there are others depending on you. Someone someone, somewhere out there is depending on you to make it to destiny. Your purpose, the plan God has for your life, it's not just for you. But someone else needs the fruit of your purpose in order to reach their own place of destiny. I'm reminded of the Apostle Paul. If anyone should have quit, it was Paul. Paul, who was jailed and beaten and mocked, he had countless opportunities to quit. There were many times Paul could have thrown up his hands and walked away from God and his people. But he didn't. He stayed the course. He did so because we the Gentiles, we the believers, needed him. The church at Ephesus, at Galatia, at Corinth, and at Thessalonica needed Paul and his teachings. Imagine if Paul would have quit. Who then would Silas have sang songs and prayed with at midnight? Imagine if Paul would have just given up. Who then would have taught us about the sufficiency of God's grace? The list goes on and on. The church back then needed what Paul had and the church of today needs what Paul has. Paul appreciated the gravity of the position he was in and make no doubt about it, there is someone who is waiting on you who needs what you have and what an awesome responsibility that is. But don't let that overwhelm you. Just as someone is waiting on you You were once waiting on someone else. Future generations need you to make it to destiny. Do not give up. Yes, the bubble has burst. Yes, things may seem hard right now, but your arrival to your place of destiny, it's worth the journey. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. It doesn't matter when you cross the finish line. It only matters that you make it across, and you will. We will we have to. Yeah, we're dealing with the busted bubble, but that just means the journey continues. There are more lessons to be learned. So grab your backpack and a water bottle. Put one foot in front of the other. I can still see it from here. Destiny. I just looked at the clock. It's been 10 minutes. Thank you for joining us this week. We went a little over time, but I had a lot to say. It's been a while since we've talked. Join us next week as we continue the journey. And you know what? I know you've got time. You know why? It's just 10 minutes. See you next week.